to another episode of Cultivate and Keep. This is Corey, and it's got Jeremy with us. Jeremy, say hi. What's up? You guys can thank me. So I we just... go back and forth on who does the best <laughs> intro. And uh, Let's just say you're welcome for yeah, me doing the intro today. I tried hard just now, and it was not good. You tried way too hard, my friend. <sighs> Anyways, we're glad to have you. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us. You don't really like to tune in. You just have to kind of click play, which is always nice, too. Um, but glad to be able to talk. And we're kind of excited to just jump in today. Um, no real announcements or anything like that. So uh, today we want to talk about engagement and getting engaged and sort of the whole engagement period. Um, I think now that we've been now that we've been married for a while, especially now that you've been married for several months, we can sort <coughs> of like Seven talk months. about it. Yeah, we're we're kind of like far enough removed yeah. that it's okay to look back on it and talk about maybe some of the challenges and stuff. I don't know. Um, what was your experience like with being engaged? Um, honestly, it was really difficult and, um, I don't feel like we were prepared for that. Like I, and I think, um, I don't know about you, but for me it was like <clears throat> before getting engaged, like I looked at that time as like a really fun, exciting time, like, you know, fun decisions, like just like a good positive time. Like you, you know, you finally found the one you're going to spend your life with. Like it's a great time. Which it is like it's it's overall it's good. Um, I just wasn't prepared for like uh, the details. I mean, there's like a lot of decisions, a lot of change, you know, a lot of like late nights, like a lot of planning. Um, and I don't know why, but like, so I I found like uh, before we were engaged, anyone that I would talk to about being engaged, I got positive like feedback. Oh, it's great, blah blah blah. And I feel like as soon as like we got like engaged, like or as soon as we got married. Everyone I talked to was like, oh, it sucks. And I was like, <laughs> why am I like just now like hearing this like the truth behind like, it? You wait know? a second. And to be honest with you, like I, don't, I feel like just one person I probably talked to out of like 10 that said it, said it was good. Everyone says it's hard. And so that's kind of why I wanted to do this topic because like. I what did I tell you? I feel like you said it was good. Really? I don't remember, but I feel like. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I feel like maybe I did. Yeah. And then. Yeah, you lied. <laughs> I, I did lie. I did lie for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think that that's a, uh, especially being engaged is very, like, it's like this cliche, like, romanticized idea of, I, I always thought of it as, like, cool, like, now we're preparing for marriage. We get to, like, go, I don't know, cake testing mm-hmm. and food testing. Yeah, exactly. Which is Explore a, venues. That's, like, the vibe it has, which, again, that is a part of it. And I, I want to say just off the bat, um, especially in case my wife listens. Uh, just kidding. Uh, it wasn't all like bad. It wasn't all hard. No. Um, I think, I guess what what I want to communicate today is that uh, I feel like people were not real with me. I guess what you know what it can be like, and I think it just caught us off guard. Like this was a harder season than we than we expected. But yeah, continue. What so you're maybe we should talk. Like maybe we can kind of center around this idea of like what to expect. Yeah. In your That's engagement good. period. Uh, late nights. Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, I think uh, while it is exciting, like it is fun, there are, you know, like you cake testing and food testing, like th- that's all fun. Um, I think it's super easy for like the uh, the details and like the stressful part of it to like dominate the experience, I guess, in my, you know, for me. I also want to say like we had a short engagement. And so I think, I think for us, a few factors that like um, kind of mixed it up a bit was, you know, I think our engagement was four and a half months, pretty short. Um uh, I had just bought a business and so like, yeah. that was like literally so I bought a business and then like a week later we got engaged and so like super uh, busy 
uh, for the business. It was like the busy time of the year. Uh, and then I uh, moved out like all within a month. And so it was like, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I remember that. That was like oh, all like the month of September. And right? I uh, left my full-time job that I, the family, mm. the family company I had been at for five years, six years. Yeah. And so it's like a lot of change. Excuse me. So I, I, I wanted to add, I think, what I would say is like I think like life um, circumstances will like influence the engagement, you know, obviously. But for me, like it was pretty intense. Um, yeah. So that what to expect? Yes, yeah, so I would say if if your life is like not in order, like uh, I would say get that in order first before you engage. I think looking back at it, if I could have done it differently, I would have like gone through all of that change and then gone engaged. I think would mm. it would have made things easier because um, it just adds to like you know the details and whatnot. Yeah. So I'd say have your life in order. Uh, well, here's <coughs> the here's the funny part is that we had a really long engagement, yeah. and our engagement was also pretty hard. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like we, I think we both after being married and then like realizing how great marriage is, also hard in some ways, but like vastly more enjoyable than being yeah. engaged. Or well, being okay, I want in our experience because I feel like yeah, that's again true. that's another thing that surprised me. Like I feel like the common advice I got was <coughs> the first year is really hard. It sucks. Like it's crazy. Yeah, for us. This first year of being married has been like the best time of our yeah relationship like ever like right. dating engaged like it's the best but yeah that's for us and and so a- then after being married for a couple months we looked back on being engaged and then when our friends were, re- were getting engaged especially like um you know there was a couple before you but then you and then like the more that we kind of looked back on the more we were like oh my gosh <laughs> like that was horrible and like there's so many super hard parts about it yeah. um I. So we had a uh, we were engaged for a little over a year, so like mm-hmm. a year and three weeks, I think technically, um, and that was also a hard part of it. Um, I could not imagine. Uh, yeah, dude, that that I was hard. I kind of just like bit the bullet, like did it all in you know a short amount of time, but you stretched it out, dude. Yeah, we did. I mean, originally there were reasons why I know, but yeah, still. originally we wanted to get married in November. We got engaged in February, so it had been about eight months. I think that's how it works out. Eight or nine months. Uh, which I feel like is a is a pretty good time. Um, I think just like a quick tip, I think between like six and eight months is probably like the like the ideal zone or mm-hmm. like time range. Um, four and a half is a little bit short. A year is <laughs> definitely long. Um, and so, uh, but because basically it was like timing and then like parents and like financials, like it just was way better to do it in February anyways. And I don't know if I would really go back and change anything because I don't know if we even could change anything. But again, like we had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't, uh, we thought we knew what to expect, but we didn't know at all. And it was way harder than we thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. Um, so like what makes it uh, for you? Like what made it hard and what kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, or like what is the hard part about it? I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple different parts about it. I think definitely like the life changes makes it a lot more challenging. We didn't do, we didn't have nearly as many in such a short amount of time. But when we got engaged, uh, we were both still in school and I was finishing up my last semester of college. And uh, I mean, actually, I landed my I'd been planning it, but I landed my internship at the company that I would eventually work for full time, uh, like two days before we got engaged. And so I didn't really have anything like lined up. You know, I was like I didn't really even know like what was going to be happening or like how we were going to pay for the wedding before like we, we got engaged. And then three months later, I started working full time. Um, and then that was really the only like like big change that happened while we were engaged. 
but still big things, you know, and like I, I was still living at home. And so like, I think it was the day before we got married was when I moved out and that was a big change mm-hmm. too. Um, but having to spend late nights, you know, when we're very far apart, I lived far away. I think it was a big part of it too. Like I lived in Alpine and she lived in El Cajon and then I worked in downtown. And so it was like driving all the time. Um, I think one of the, I think the, the main thing, um, that made it difficult for us was, uh, there was so many like urgent things that we had to do that we didn't have enough time to like date and to be together and to like, like kind of literally prepare for being married. Like not just like living together and being together, but like, like marriage itself. Mm -hmm. Um, which we were told like, Hey, prepare for marriage, like pray for and with each other, read books, talk with people. We did premarital counseling, which was amazing. Probably like our, like the best part of our engagement. Um, but there was just so much going on. It's like, uh, it's like a, a part-time or like a full-time job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to work enough to pay for it and then like planning for it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. It's, it's really overwhelming. Yeah. One thing I thought about was like, that I would like say to like a friend getting engaged would be like to like know your bride, like know, like know your future wife and like what she needs during engagement. Um, like one thing I think I would have done differently is probably be like help a lot more with like the details and like the planning side. Um, Cause so, so my wife is like a go getter, like planner, like pretty like strong in her personality. And so, um, and, and she also like knows what she wants. And so I kind of thought, okay, like she's going to do most of it. And I just have to like support her and help her. That's kind of what I thought I would, cause that was kind of what everyone told me. Oh, like stand out of her way. Like, you know, just support her. It's yeah. kind of like the common advice for like a man in like engagement. And I think that's kind of wrong. Like definitely, uh, definitely like, I would say because I think as like a girl, like they definitely like envision a stay more than like a guy would. And so, yes, like let them, you know, kind of dream it up and like make the, you know, the big decisions. But like how you support them is more than just like watching them work on a laptop, right? right? (laughs) You need to do research too and like call companies and, you know, whatever you can do. And I didn't do a whole lot of that until the very end. So I wish I would have done more of that. Um, Yes, I would say like know your bride, like know what she needs and then like help her in that way. Because I think like, not doing that will create, you know, more stress and more issues. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing for us is like knowing, like knowing now, like how Connie uh, will do with like, uh, you know, when she has like a lot on her plate. And so I learned like, okay, she doesn't do that well. Like she needs help. And so uh, like, you know, do what I can to take things off of her. Uh, it's like, you know, that would have benefited us more if I would, if I would done more of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think in a lot of ways engagement is like a, I think it's maybe even supposed to be kind of like a trying thing, Mm -hmm. like a trying period because you really learn like there's a lot of different opinions. You have a lot of outside opinions that makes it hard. And like, how do you each handle that individually and then together and like how that influences the way you think and talk to each other. Another part is um, like you're, uh, you're going to be like tested and, um, and especially like when the other person feels overwhelmed, either one of you, um, like, how do you deal with that mm-hmm. too? You know, like what happens when you're not on a good foot and what happens when you're not really sure how to help or, or what to do? You know, I think for, for me, it was a big learning experience of like, um, yes, I need to, uh, like support and be there, but also like, I need to like lead, you know what I mean? And like, sure. She can like have the vision for the wedding and like plan, but like now this is your time to practice like stepping up and leading. And it was just like, well, you're again, you're supposed to kind of think like, cool, I just get to sit back and 
let me know when and where to show up and I'll be there. Well, I mean, that's like what I think we like see and like what we're like told to do, you know? Yeah. This, uh, this last weekend on Friday, I met with a potential bride for our, our company and, uh, it was at, she's getting married at her, at her family's house. So at the family's house, parents are there. It's her and her fiance. And, uh, she was, they're both super friendly, but the whole time, dude, like, uh, the fiance was just like sitting down, like, uh, dr- you know, drinking like a coffee, like, literally didn't participate at all. <laughs> and like the end of the meeting, he was like, there was like a drum set there. He had cops on the drum set and started playing drums and oh just like, so we have to like walk out of the room cause he's being loud. Just like he showed zero what participation and it's kind of funny, but like, I feel like that's a good picture of like, I feel like in our culture, kind of what we're taught and told to do is as, as the man is to kind of like, you know, lay off, like let the girl make the decisions. Like when it comes to the wedding day yeah. and I kind of like you said, I think it's, I think it's pretty off. Like it shouldn't be that way, you know? Yeah. And like there should be more involvement. Your fiance is going to want you to be mm-hmm. involved. And if you have the like mindset of like, yeah, cool. Just I'm <laughs> going to chill. I'm going to lay back and let me know when you need like me to pay for something mm-hmm. is like a really bad place to come from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another big part for us too was like when Monique was feeling stressed or when she needed like if something needed to be done and like I felt more anxious about it than she did of like the timing or the payment of it or whatever, um, you have to learn like how to communicate that with each other of like, hey, so this thing is like due or like this thing is going to work or this is over budget. Um, there's yeah. like a, a lot of big decisions that are made in engagement. Like mm. where do you live and where do you get married? How much money do you spend? What do you spend the money on? Who's there? Who's involved? Who's not there? Who's mm-hmm. not involved? Who do you listen to? And do that. I mean, that's like, it's like a crash course in yeah. couple communication. Like <laughs> all point. the things were just thrown at you. You're just throwing the fire. I'm like, okay, cool. Figure it out. And then like love each other and prepare for marriage. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa, like this is a lot, you know, let's slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I feel like how you just worded it make, makes total sense. I've been thinking like, why is it so hard? But what you just like said, it like sums it up perfectly. <laughs> and actually, I think we did pretty darn well. Like thinking, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh wow, like survived. That is a lot, you know. Um, Dude, yeah. it's a ton. It's a ton. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think about is how long our engagement was, and how uh, you kind of have to play the time. Like you have to know how long you're going to be engaged for. I don't. I don't think people realize when they get engaged. Uh, maybe how long they have to wait to get married, or how long they have to get married. Um, also depending on what kind of wedding you're going to have, I mean, Mm -hmm. that makes a huge difference. Um, because you know, with us being a year, it was definitely too long. Like we didn't even need a year. And so I remember like the first three months it was like, okay, cool. Like there's a couple things, but like we literally can't even do anything until, you know, until like the vendors know like and are planning for February, 2018. You know what I mean? It's like, we literally can't do anything. So then Mm -hmm. it was like three months later, now we're starting to plan. And then like you knock out the big things really quickly. And then you have like six months to do like really tiny things. And then because they're tiny, you you don't do them right away or like you're still not sure. And, and then like the last month was just like a scramble. It was like, yeah, all the things you didn't think about come in, uh, all the things that finally needed to be decided on come in like the day of gets decided. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, um, and, and like all the things you've also just like been procrastinating on, procrastinating on and like putting off now, like you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then a month turns into like, cool. So like the last two days are going to be like rehearsal and we only have time on like 
Sunday afternoons, Tuesday nights. So like really we only have like 10 hours to figure this out besides our work schedule. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. And that turns into the late nights. Like it's, you know, it's uh, school, you know, school work, whatever, dinner, ministry. Yeah. And then it's from like nine o'clock until like, you know, midnight, one or two in the morning. Like seriously, like what you're doing is that. Yeah. Like, I remember that. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Remember we spent like, I think three or four nights in a row working on the seating chart and like a couple hours each night. And I was like, dude, like why so much time into a seating <laughs> chart? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know. yeah. It definitely makes it really hard. Um, But I wanted to get into, uh, I think we've talked enough about like what made it hard, I guess, but I want to talk about yeah. uh, what can make it great. Uh, And then I want to talk about a bit more of like preparing for marriage, like during engagement. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's probably like a separate episode from this yeah. maybe but I think we'll so. I guess we could probably touch on that as a little bit yeah but what can make it great uh, i think you actually put some of these points down i think i'm over three on the first three to be honest but the first one you said was <laughs> the right length i think we both struck out on, on that one yeah definitely i, I think you're right. i would say between like five to eight months yeah um for us it was like uh, the first month was crazy right ton of planning the middle two and a half months three months were like pretty chill and then the last like five weeks were just like balls to the wall like just crazy yeah, all in all out all in not all, all in. in there you go um don't make too many point number two uh don't make too many drastic <laughs> changes at one time definitely struck out there. I, I definitely uh messed that up i, I do want to say and i think i've i think we've talked about this before but i used to like get super anxious about like change and like decisions and i don't really feel that way anymore i, I don't i don't like them like i don't feel like i want to like make choices and whatever and have change but yeah. i don't dread it and it's not like a big deal to me anymore i think it's because kind of like that idea of like you know if you, if, like if you hate public speaking how do you get over it we'll go public speak yeah, just go do, do it, it 10 times 100 times and kind of like with this like okay i hate a decision i hate a change so i just start doing it and all at once kind of in a sense like freed me from that but it you know obviously contributed to definitely i i think that's a big one like um there's maybe some common advice of like you don't have to figure everything out before you're married and like, you don't have to have your whole life put together and like, don't wait until you're 30, you know, like basically like kind of encouraging, uh, like young marriages or maybe people who don't like feel ready. But I think there is like, you can't like just completely ignore like the kind of be ready, be in the right place in life. It definitely helps, especially if you can spread it out. Um, again, these are ginormous decisions who to marry, where to live, you know, the finances part of it too, how are you going to pay for it? Uh, I think one of the things that I even realized like um, was I didn't have all the money saved up to pay for the, for the mm-hmm. wedding. And so I was like, okay, well like this is my salary and like this is how much I'll make. And that'll be plenty enough since I live from home to, to pay for it. But you know, you don't realize when you need to pay for things. Mm-hmm. And then especially with like these giant decisions of like, you know, for you is buying a business and moving out and then um, quitting your full-time job and like, especially financially that puts a ton of stress on like when and how things get paid for. Uh, and basically I didn't anticipate it, but every month was like everything I made was going towards something in the wedding. And then it was gone as soon as (laughs) it was in, you know what I mean? And so, um, try to spread it out. Like these big decisions, like you said, if you can help it, have some of these things figured out that way you don't have to in the engagement and you can have more time to, literally prepare for yeah. the marriage and to date and to be with your fiance. Yeah. Uh, side note, I would say for your like uh, budget, like on, the, on like the category of like miscellaneous, uh, I would pad that <laughs> a lot. <Yeah. laughs> I, we didn't. And so like the week before we were like, Oh crap. Like just so many random things we didn't 
think about that ran up that category a lot and kind of like uh, screwed our budget. And also, I'd say, say just in general, like uh, expect to pay more than you budget. <laughs> like it's yep. a bummer to say that, but I remember being like super disappointed when we like went pretty well over it. And I mean, we did a really Connie was really good about like finding deals and cutting, you know, cutting stuff and doing what she could, but it just, it adds up. And so I would say expect to go over and if you don't great, but like, don't think that you're going to stay on budget because you'll be let down. Yeah. You, you will 100% be let down and you will go over your budget no matter what you set. Um, I think, I mean, that's a huge one. I add that because I, I remember feeling like, darn it. Like I was like frustrated. Yeah. And, uh, I shouldn't have been because Connie did so good about like, doing what she could you know but yeah definitely it's kind have of some room. like you're just yeah have wiggle room yeah it's funny that um at the purity conference that monique and i spoke at after we gave kind of our a little like q a talk and went back and forth uh they opened it up to uh to questions from the audience who were a bunch of high school kids and um one of the kids asks uh how much was your wedding <laughs> you know it's really kind of, it's, yeah it's kind of like a faux pas i mean it's Did not a big answer? deal yeah I mean, we didn't care um, I didn't give them the exact number, but basically I told them like more than we wanted and expected to. Um, and, uh, ba- basically told them like, we spent everything that we had on our wedding mm-hmm. and it wasn't really expensive. It also wasn't cheap, but it was everything. And that's kind of all you need to know about it. And like, I don't care that he did that. And if he's listening, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like making fun of him in any way. Um, cause it, it is a legit question too. Mm-hmm. Like when you're engaged, again, plan yeah, to spend would. more and have some wiggle room um if anything i mean yeah i remember i thought anything above like 10 grand was ridiculous i remember you yeah and you t- talking about that talk like, didn't mm-hmm. go very well yeah i was like <laughs> uh, yeah that won't get you very far at least in san diego <laughs> no yeah not at all especially uh with the amount of people that you're gonna have at your wedding. Dude, we should talk about engagement rings oof for <laughs> your salary <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's not true it's three yeah. months salary three months but even that could be crazy i mean yeah depending on where you are in life yeah that could be pretty crazy or it could be i mean on a foothills intern salary you, that, that you, would, a, you would be in good shape <laughs> yeah i would have been struggling for sure i was struggling. well no i mean you would have had i don't want to say an excuse but <laughs> that's true yeah you know, three, oh three months salary <laughs> that's right like this is 800 bucks yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. i mean not too far off it was like we won't talk about that what i do want to say is uh I think like the man's perspective perspective should be from from my opinion, like dude, like cherish your fiance, like you know, make her feel love, like within your means, do what you can to like make her like stoked and like bless her and surprise her with an awesome engagement ring, you know, yeah, at the time, that was not at all my perspective, nope, it wasn't uh, you probably remember, uh-huh. um, but like, looking back at it, like yeah, like within your means, like you know, don't go crazy, don't be stupid, don't go into debt, like don't you know don't be don't try to. Like, don't try to like, impress her, but like bless her. Like just, you know, yeah. make her feel loved and like wanted by you. And yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's sort of a, a fine line you have to balance there, but like don't get a ring that she's going to be like disappointed in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like try to figure out like not what's the minimum you could spend, but like what would she be really happy with? Maybe go a little bit above that, you know, get something that you want to be able to give her too. Mm-hmm. Like don't just be cheap for the sake of being cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I mean, be generous with it for her. Not too generous. Yeah. But be generous. Getting cold. Um, okay. So uh, number three you said was only have impu- input from a select group of people. Yeah. Uh, I did not do that with... 
I didn't do that with like my whole life, I guess, like business, <laughs> like everything. But when it came to just like the engagement process, yeah, I mean, we didn't really like have a ton of people that were giving us input. So yeah, but I think that probably helped, right? I mean, could you imagine if you had a bunch oh, of different yeah. opinions? If it was how my, my personal life was, oh, dude, would have been crazy. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, my parents didn't have really any like arguments or very yeah. much input. They were like, "Cool, that sounds amazing," or "Let us know how we can help." Her parents were more involved, but also still not super opinionated. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, even like the biggest thing probably was like who to invite and how many t- people to invite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if we can go if we could go back again, hi- hindsight's twenty twenty. We're super happy with our wedding. I mean, I freaking loved our wedding. But uh, if I had to do it over again, or if we if we do, we'll probably do like a you know ten year renewal or, or whatever we would do it like really small mm. like 30 or 50 people private venue you know spend money on kind of the things that you want to but like going from 30 going f- from 50 people to 100 pretty much doubles the amount of money you yeah. spend 100 to 150 kind of doubles it 150 to 200 like you're getting into, into some serious bucks um and uh and like all that can be the result of just certain people namely like parents um, who want people to be there mm-hmm. or like have this vision of what they thought. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, dude, it's your money, it's your finances, your wedding. Um, you have to be very selective of who you take input from. Yeah. I think, um, if I w- was going to do over again, I probably would have had a smaller wedding, which uh, I don't regret it, but I just, if I was going to do it again, like, yeah, probably smaller. Yeah. Spend less money, have the ones you really want there. It's more intimate. You talk to more people, you know? Yeah. I, it's funny. I, now that I've, you know, been married and like had a wedding and also been to a lot of weddings and also been in weddings, my perspective, I feel like is so clear now of like oh, yeah. the whole day and like what's going on and what same. to expect. And most like 90% of the people there usually for like a big wedding are like people you're not really close to. And also who are like, it, it wouldn't really matter if they mm-hmm. weren't there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the people that you dance with, that you talk to or the yeah. people that would have been there anyways. <laughs> And like all the other people are just like out somewhere else doing something else, yeah. you know, drinking or eating the food you paid for. It's not like you don't want those people there, but it's like, I don't know uh, if you, yeah, they make a big difference yeah. for sure. Uh, the next one was, uh, have wiggle room in your budget, which you talked about. Yeah. Um, next one was plan and work on the wedding and focus times. So mm-hmm. I think that's super, super good to not have like sporadic times of wedding planning. Uh, I think we were probably like in the middle on this. Like it was kind of like a bit of both. I think like the beginning and the end of engagement was like all the time working on the wedding. But I think like mid, you know, the middle part of being engaged, we did good. Uh, but yeah, I think that's important. I would say like that will come if you have like a clear talk, you know, about yeah. expectations. Like, hey, like here's kind of when we're going to do wedding stuff and here's when we're not going to do it. If you don't have that talk, like, well, then it's kind of free game, like whenever you can, you know. Yeah. So well, I think that's, I think that's good advice because... Uh, it will easily like bleed into everything, you know, everything turns into wedding stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you don't have like a really clear cut time of when you're going to do it, you kind of just do it all the time or like any time. And then when someone starts planning for the wedding or starts to ask you questions, you can have to turn into that like wedding planning mode. And then you're like, is this really what we want to be doing right now? It's 10 o'clock and we're watching TV or, you know, it's like the weekend and we're going somewhere and now we're trying to make these big decisions. Like it just helps when, you can have that expectation. Something that really worked for us was uh, we did wedding Wednesdays. So like Wednesday night was like a planning night. We did that fairly consistently, I would say, for like several weeks on end. 
and just having that focus time of like, okay, this is when we're going to meet with vendors. Mm -hmm. This is when we're going to sit down and figure this out. Like, then we can kind of plan out a little bit of like, this needs to figure out, that needs to figure it out, this needs to figure it out. So like, we'll do this, this one week, uh, the next thing, the next week, you know, this other thing, the other week. Um, and, uh, and that like really helps with like having set times to plan too. Of, like, again, you're still like living kind of separate lives too. So, uh, even though you're probably gonna be hanging out all the time, you don't want to be planning all the time. Like you yeah. want to have time to date and to like have fun and to read and to go to counseling and do all sorts of other stuff. And if you don't have that set time to focus on the wedding planning, um, it's just going to be like a huge distraction. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think like the next thing I want to say was like, uh, like having time to actually plan for marriage. And you, you said this, yeah. um, but yeah, having time to like, whether it's meet with people, reading a book or just, um, like dreaming about like, you know, what you want your life to look like together, you know, talking about it, I think is important. Um, it's kind of hard. It's one of, the, I think this is one of those things that you don't actually know until you do it. Like, yeah. you know, cause you could, you could be listening right now and not, and not be engaged and you could be listening thinking like, yeah, okay, I got this. Like, that makes sense. Um, but it's, it, I think it's going to be a lot different when you're actually engaged. Like, you know, like this is kind of one of those things, like once again, like once you're engaged, you'll see like, it just, it's a bit different. So, um, but I think like the more you can talk about what you expect with your spouse, um, I think will help, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would have spent a lot more time on like praying together, reading together, uh, like trying to kind of early on cultivate those habits of, um, like having that part in each other's lives, um, learning to lead, you know, meeting with people, going to church consistently. That can also be a thing that's mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe we should use this time to plan or we haven't gone on a date in a while. So let's skip the church. But like, you know, really being intentional about that and, uh, reading books too, you know, like even if they have diagrams, <laughs> shout, shout out to Kyle, to Kyle Moberg <laughs> with his diagram books. We got a, it was a good book. I took a little peek at it, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, really like it, it kind of feels like when you're engaged that like preparing for marriage feels like it, preparing for marriage isn't the same thing as preparing for the wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like we're mixing them up, but yeah. Yeah, like you, they're they're two very different things. Like the wedding day is an event; mm -hmm. it passes, like, and then it goes. Like honestly, the whole day is going to be a blur. And then you have the rest of your lives together. Um, and sure, we have plenty of time to like work on our marriage, but to go into it prepared uh, and to have that time to to work on it beforehand, I think is like really important. Really, yeah. like under kind of talked about. Yeah, and I think like uh, that topic right there. I think in itself is like its own um, topic or uh, episode because there's a lot in that. Like how do you prepare for, um, well, I think, yeah, preparing for the wedding day and then separately like marriage itself. Um, but yeah, one thing I wanted to say was like the week leading up to like before the wedding day, I think it's super important to have like a couple dates or like time like yeah. together. I mean, I would say the whole dating process, um, like to have, you know, keep like your date night, keep, you know, time that you connect where you don't have wedding talk or wedding talk. But I think like the week before, for sure have time where you, where you can connect because I think like once like family starts coming in town and like rehearsal dinner and all that, it's just like it's so crazy. Like there is no connection, and um, I think for us, like, I think we did have like a date that week that week of, and it was super good to like connect and just talk and you know. Yeah, that was my one my number one advice to our latest friend who got married. Uh, it was like a week before I was like, dude, go on mm -hmm. a date at least yeah. one. Yeah. Um, a good date. Yeah, a good date. Like not just like let's go you know, Netflix and chill on the couch, but let's like go out and be yeah. intentional, dress up, you know, get away from other people, treat, you know, treat yourselves. Um, I, I would like the perfect way I would envision is like a week or two before 
have everything like done and planned. That way you can really like, I don't know, kind of fall in love again and like that'd talk be big and, time, but it's not realistic. You know, like it's not realistic, but like try as hard <laughs> as you can because if you could, that'd be magical. Shoot for the moon, okay? That's right. Shoot for the moon. Probably won't happen, but hit something close to it and still be happy. Hmm. But yeah, I mean that would be ideal. Hmm. Um, one well, any more thoughts that you have or anything you want to add? No, I mean I think to kind of to wrap it all together, like what to expect in engagement. Um, it's probably going to be hard. Uh. <laughs> I mean, expect it to be like financially trying, um, trying with like your, your communication, trying spiritually. Um, I think also like that's the time that like you're going to have a lot of, uh, like doubts or questions or temptations of like all these things. Now we're going to be like thrown at you. You're going to have to think about these things and like, you know, know that it's not just going to be, I don't know, fun and games and, you know, uh, cake tastings and, you know, going to food, yeah. and get some food and stuff. Um, and the spiritual part too, like, I think maybe one of the main parts of like what to expect in engagement is you're going to have to prepare for the wedding, but also don't forget to prepare for your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we said, um, you may have heard it here first, but, (laughs) uh, it's probably harder than you think it's going to be. Um, I think, I think if I had to say like one thing, I would say like, before you get engaged, talk about what what you both expect out of it. You know, what do you think it's going to look like? And basically just prepare for, you know, conflicts and um, disagreements. But I think, uh, like, if that can be managed and dealt with, which it can be, I think it can be really fun. It can be good. And, like, it does not have to be dominated by the hard parts, I would say. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Um, also want to say, kind of to wrap it up, was, like, why are you getting engaged well, to be married and to live your whole life together? And, like, that is so great. And so I think any time, like, if you're stressed or if it's not going well during engagement, like remember like mm. the end result and like why you're doing all this. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that can ca- kind of carry you through it and can be a uh, like refreshing reminder. So yeah, it's a really special time. So make the most of it. All right, Corey. Cool. You know what to do, daddy. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> thank you, son. Um, well again, guys, thank you for listening. Hit that subscribe button. You can listen on all sorts of platforms like, uh, your Apple podcast app. You can listen online on the website. You can listen on Overcast, Spotify, Breaker. Um, uh, maybe one day soon, I'll create an app for you to be able to download. I think I actually figured it out. I want to be able to, I want to do it sometime soon. Really? Yeah. Once I've wrapped up some yeah, other slow down. Yeah. <laughs> slow down, Corey. Yeah. I got to learn to pace myself yeah. here. But uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have a Cultivate and Keep app by maybe the end of the year. That's so sweet. You don't, don't hold me to that, but we'll see. Um, but we love you guys. Feel free to reach out to us anytime on social media. You can email us at cultivateandkeep.com and we will see you in the next one.